Our value as human beings is determined by how much more we have given to the world than we have taken from it. Hello, I'm Pritesh Chohan and earlier this year I turned 40 and I wanted to do something meaningful alongside all of the celebrating. I decided to ask my community to support me in helping an underprivileged community to give them a small yet transformative boost. This is how the Rainbow Boosters project was born. In sharing the idea with people, I realised that we all know of a teacher, a family member, a friend, an author or a singer that has made a profound impact on our lives. I wanted to create a space where we can share those stories, so welcome to the Rays of Sunshine series. This week, I'm extremely excited to have the opportunity to speak with Simon Alexander Ong. Simon is a best-selling author, international keynote speaker, and award-winning coach. His work has seen him invited onto Sky News and the BBC to be interviewed, whilst he's been featured in the likes of Forbes and the Harvard Business Review. He has also spoken at conferences and organizations across the planet, which include the likes of Salesforce, Adobe, EY, and Unilever. And his debut book, Energize, published by Penguin in 2022, became an instant bestseller, receiving endorsements from the likes of New York Times bestselling authors Simon Sinek, Marie Forleo, and Marshall Goldsmith. It also won Book of the Year at the Business Book Awards 2023 within the category of wellness and well-being. His work ethic, his impact, his energy, and his sheer loveliness is the reason why I wanted to get him on the series, and because he himself is a ray of sunshine. Happy listening. Hi, Simon. How are you? Doing good, Pritesh. And yourself? Yeah, really well, thank you. Thank you for jumping on, uh, making some time. At the beginning of these series, I ask everyone to tell us who their ray of sunshine was. So who was the person or the teacher that's had the biggest impact on your life and how did they help shape your future? Mm. It's an interesting question because I think the the teachers that have helped me have evolved in my, in my life journey. And I say that because we evolve as people as well. You, you know, who you are when you were young is different to who you were when you are when you graduate from university or from education and different to the person you are today but my ray of sunshine when i was young was my mom who who passed when i was 17 but when she was alive she instilled in me the quality of helping other people she was a nurse by profession yeah. uh, she gave that up to become a housewife uh, and, and the mother of myself and my brother and she was always focused on instilling in us the the desire to be kind to one another, but also to help where you can help and to help those who don't have access to the resources that I have. Yeah. And that put me in a very good position when it came to schooling, when it came to um, going out into the world of work. And uh, as I went out into the world of work, my rays of sunshine evolved again. And there were different people that then helped me in different ways to develop my business, to scale what I was doing and to just learn uh, more than I started off with when I when I graduated into the world of finance. But my first ray of sunshine was my mum, the emotional glue of the family. And uh, very important traits that she taught my brother and I that would form the foundation of who I am today. Yeah, amazing. And knowing you, knowing the work that you do, and the, you know, you go beyond what other people do in terms of helping others. You know, you've mm. built your whole career around it now in terms of um, you know, self-support and, mm. and well-being. And would you attribute that to those early learnings from your mum? Or is that something that, that you think is something that you've developed over time by yourself? I think I would attribute the beginnings of it to 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 my mum, but I don't think I truly appreciated those qualities mm. until I became a business owner. Right. Because my first 
my first career upon graduation was in the financial services industry. And the culture in that industry is very different to who I am now. You know, when you're working in the financial industry, it is long hours. It is very competitive. It is all about you and what you can do and what you bring to the table. And so in a way, it disincentivizes you from helping other people. Um, and, And so it wasn't until I began running my own business that I really began to see the importance of the skills and the qualities that she was teaching me. And through various books and mentors and coaches, I, I really started to double down in that area yeah. and apply it to how I did what I do. Yeah, I love that. Look, I wanted to take a moment to say thank you to you. Uh, mm. And if you don't mind, I just want to share a little story about how we met, just because I know that the people that listen to this, predominantly my friends and family, especially mum, hi, shout out to mum, just love hearing these stories of, of how things happen, especially in, in my life. And We've we've never actually met in uh, person apart from the book launch for Energize last year, uh, and after that we've not met um, physically or online either. So you know this is the fact that you've turned up for us in this project and me uh, off that one interaction it says a lot in itself. But that interaction and that event for me was transformative because over a period of time I I've been starting to meet like brilliant people, bright people, and who are rays of sunshine in their own light, and I. You know, I didn't realize I was surrounding myself or attracted to those sort of people in just the things that I would say yes to. Through people like Helen and Sarah, the amazing IF team, I met Ebony, who is uh, someone used to coach and is a friend of yours. um, And she invited me to this launch. So again, like-minded person said, why don't you do something? I think you'll like it. And you just go, okay, fine. I trust you to to put me in a space that might be inspirational or or, uh, give me some benefit out of that. And as a result of that event, I've met so many like-minded, positive, proactive people, and they've stayed in touch and they've you know, supported in many different ways. For example, I didn't even meet Natalie Costa at the event. We just were at the same event. And then through following each other online's connection, we, we became supporters of each other. And then she was on this podcast talking about the great work she does um, through the power of thought. And there's this feeling of trust and association uh, or similarity that is it's an unspoken energy as a result of that one event I've just gone on to meet so many different people mm. um you briefly met me you signed the copy of the book that's there <laughs> and you know from listening to you and following in line I'm just fascinated by how much you do and how much impact you have on people and when you set out to have these conversations I can see that you're trying to inspire people and, and help them in a way and uh, when I built this podcast, the profile of a ray of sunshine is all the things that you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I sat down to write the list of people to invite, you were on that list because intentionally and subconsciously, you're inspiring people to the point that's infectious where you want to do more. And um, I sent out a few emails in those early days, saying, trying to get people onto this. And you were one of the first people to respond. No conditions, no questions. You just said, look, I'm with you. I'm there. And that sentence in itself has just shaped so much of the series and, and what this project has become. Um, and it's that boost that has you know, given me the ability to move on. And with you and all your credentials that I read at the top of this session, um, with the accolades, you understood what I was trying to do and just mm-hmm. helped. And it's made a huge difference. You're not only generous with your time, mm-hmm. but you've also donated to the campaign, which is the definition of what I call conscious giving. Mm-hmm. It's it's not just giving your money, but it's your time and your energy, because I believe that when we do that, it makes a profound impact 
on us as well as the people that we help. So look, I know it's a long-winded way of saying thank you, um, but I wanted to mark, mark it because you know I really appreciate it and I really appreciate your time um, behind this project and myself. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you, Pritesh, for those kind words. Uh, you know, it means a lot. And I do remember vividly that uh, that launch. And for me, it was also a beautiful moment because in that room were people from all parts of my journey, people who were there at the beginning, people who were there when I quit the world of finance, people who were there as I started my entrepreneurial journey and people who I only recently just met, yeah. like yourself, who, who I met for the first time at that event. But as you say, the energy in yeah. that room was electric. I, I mean, the people that you met, even the people I connected with for the first time, yeah. there was just something about that room that evening where whoever you bumped into, you were bound to be inspired in some way. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it, it was great. And um, it's another example of why you should surround yourself with good people and keep them close because uh, they they drive you to uh, the next phase and, and support you through. So, yeah, I just wanted to take a moment to to acknowledge that. Um, so you've written a book, Energize, which is a self-help book that offers practical strategies and insights to help individuals unleash their full potential and create a life of purpose, energy and fulfillment. Mm. Um, has there been other books? I'm, I'm assuming there's been lots of books, <laughs> books and films that have significantly altered your perspective and motivated you in your pursuit of your goals. So when it comes to book and film, there's there's two that always come to my mind. When I when I look at books, it is this one book that I reread a minimum of once a year, oh. and it's not a long book. It's a short book, and if you read as often as I do, you will probably finish it in one night. And it is a book called The Go-Giver by the authors Bob Berg and John David Mann. It's, it's a red-covered book. And the essence of the message is that the secret to success is giving. And the one takeaway I took as soon as I put that book down was the fact that our value as human beings is determined by how much more we have given to the world than we have taken from it. The thing is, we whether we are looking to uh, progress in our career, whether we're looking to scale our business, whether we're looking to become a better human, so often we look at what is in it for me. Mm. But actually, if you think about what is in it for them and you bring value to the table in every interaction, what happens is you give birth to the seeds of success. As the authors wrote in the book, they said in one chapter, money is simply an echo of value. And for me, it was profound. It informed the way I went about doing business. Yeah. And so that's one of the books that I reread every single year. And I always recommend to people who want to understand what contributes to success in any area of our life. Now, on the film, it's it's one that I love. I, I wouldn't say it's the best film I've ever seen, but I think it's one of those films that every time I finish watching it, I am inspired and it it gets me off my seat and wanting to create beautiful things in the world. And that film is called Limitless, uh, starring Bradley Cooper. Mm. The essence of the film is that Bradley's character is going through a tough time professionally and personally until he discovers uh, this drug called NZT. Now, once he takes it, he discovers he has this ability to focus and get things done in record time and to access more of his brain. 
Um, and then you see what happens as he becomes more successful and how his life drastically changes. Now, even though we don't have a drug in reality called NZT that we can pop in and suddenly become our most productive selves, what it taught me is that when we have that ability to focus in a world that is getting increasingly distracted, yeah. we are able to make more progress than the majority will ever will. And that was powerful in itself because we do have that ability to focus. The problem is we keep self-sabotaging ourselves, yeah. and we put off the things we know we've got to do resulting in tomorrow being next month next year or maybe never yeah yeah i i love those um inspirations because i can see how that's fed into your work as well mm. and just going back to your book though on on this point what led you to write around energy because you know i'm a huge believer in energy um i've talked about it a lot with different people around positive energy and and what yeah. you put your weight into why did you choose that as a as a focal area for your book Sure. So I think there are three reasons that contributed to me writing about energy. The first is I began to observe uh, when researching into success and, and, and what made some people achieve more than the majority is that we all talk about it in different cultures. So in yoga, they reference it as prana. Mm -hmm. In my Chinese culture, they call it chi. In the Maori culture, they call it mana. And if you are a fan of the Star Wars film franchise, you might call it the force. Yeah. Now, whatever label we give it, we're all talking about the same thing, which is energy is a life force. Mm. And I noticed that when I saw people doing something they really enjoyed, something that they were passionate about, they did it with a level of energy that was different to those who didn't enjoy what they were doing. Yeah. And I realized at that moment is that we don't buy products and services as much as we buy someone's energy. Right. And I really wanted to understand how that worked. So, so that was the first reason. The second is that I was in a position myself, uh, which I describe in the very first chapter of the book, where I was exhausted and drained physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Mm -hmm. And to have got from that point, to where I now am today, where I wake up each day filled with the excitement of possibilities and the desire to want to explore the magic of the unknown, I wanted to describe that journey from a personal experience. You know, how did I go from this point of being low on energy yeah. to being to this point where I'm energizing every single thing I did? And then the third reason was I remember coming down at the end of delivering talks on stages where some people will come up to me privately and say, Simon, I loved the energy that you had on stage. And you know what? If I could have just a small percentage of that energy, I know for a fact that I could go on and accomplish so much with my life. Yeah. And I wanted to speak to that as well. Yeah. How did I get to that point where I'm able to transfer energy to others? Yeah. A way that creates this ripple effect of inspiration where they feel themselves they want to go out and create their own version of success yeah. and so those three things were the key contributors to writing about energy yeah that, that's great energy changes time as well a little bit the, this mm -hmm. the idea of time so um a lot of people have said because so this is the first recording i've done since we launched mm -hmm. the rainbow boosters project uh, in india on the 27th of june and they've everyone I spoke to is like, how have you managed to do this in the time that you have? 
um because we went from naught to to delivery in three months yeah. and i've gone it's because i everyone involved loves it everyone involves has just put their heart and soul into it and we've had a laugh along the way um yeah. and that energy then makes time a, a non-thing because you just do things quickly you do things as you need you stay up late and you use your weekends because mm -hmm. that's what's important so for a period of time um we were driven by by energy and and yeah i i love i love your book and i love the fact that you've put that in the world so so thank yeah. you for sharing that this this project is around how we've you know we've we're seeing that students are leveraging now now they've put it in the technology mm -hmm. in this computer lab that we built for them and they and they're getting the digital skills they need uh, in a 21st century um, that they wouldn't normally have access to how has education and technology influenced your personal and professional accomplishments massively i mean i think when i reflect on the education i've got now when i say education i don't mean formal education yeah. what i mean education is the ability to access content that teaches you things that will help you achieve your goals that's what i mean by education so education at a broader level yeah. and technology has the ability to connect us with people that we would never imagined that we could be connected to yeah and so some examples of how these two things have helped me on the education side if you go back before the internet was around and you wanted to learn a a skill or master a craft you would go to a college or you'd go to a uh, an institution and you would go for a program and you would get a certificate at the end and then you would be seen as somebody who is qualified in that particular skill but if you fast forward to today, whatever you want to learn, you can self-teach now. Right. So if I want to learn video editing, I can hop onto YouTube. I can type in some skill that I want to learn. And somebody who I've never met before is now teaching me how to edit a video on a particular bit of software. Yeah. And so the speed at which we can learn has never been faster. Yeah. So I think when it comes to education, the resources we can have access to today is it's just phenomenal. And technology gives us access to that education. Yeah. You know, with technology, it allows us to learn for free. I mean, we now, with an internet connection, have leveled the playing field when it comes to education and resources. Yeah. No matter where you're located in the world, if you have an internet connection, you can learn from other people. You can watch tutorials. You can read books online. You can attend courses. You can be part of communities. You can be having conversations with people in the same way we are right now. Yeah. So for me, education technology has allowed us to accelerate our pace of progress like never before. And, and how is that the use of technology helping you get to more people? Because I guess that's one of the, the end points you know you've you've got this desire to help people you've got mm -hmm. the ability now through your book and i'm sure other work that you'll continue to do in your coaching how yeah. are you now finding new avenues to reach a bigger audience and help more people yeah so when we're looking at platforms to share our message technology is amazing and and, and in particular i'm thinking about social media Right. So I'm able to use social media platforms to share my message in various uh, mediums. So it could be through the medium of a written article. It could be the medium of a newsletter or a video or a post or a photo. And the great thing is because most people in this world right now 
consume their content on social media platforms. Yeah. And if we have access to that, we can connect with those people. We can bring value yeah. into the lives of others. And social media has allowed me to, to build that profile. Yeah. Uh, it has allowed me to get opportunities that perhaps I would not have had before. Uh, LinkedIn has been great for me, you know, showing my work there. I often get direct messages from people saying, Simon, how do we book you for a conference? How do we get you to speak to our team? Uh, I would love to have coaching for our leadership team. But the only reason I get those messages is because of the content that I'm sharing. Yeah. And so these platforms, which are free to use, gives me the opportunity to share and spread my work uh, to those who may be outside my local community. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. And I and I track and watch a lot of the stuff that comes out. And um, it's it takes some filtering to make sure you don't get too much noise in those places. And I've, you know, last year I went through an almost complete uh defollow of everybody to start building the people because i was just getting so much noise but once you yeah. get that right and you you're surrounded by the people um like yourself the you can just get so many sound bites so many moments of inspiration in your day that just help uh you move you along without having to invest in anything heavy and and do anything at scale so yeah really really interesting um what happens now for you so i know you, you said you've come off a, a heavy program of uh speaking and, and delivering uh, coaching and all sorts so what's what's next for you is it what pressure comes from being a best-selling author is it go and do it again or is it something different what, what are you looking forward to in the next few months so first of all to uh share with people the behind the scenes mm. i think whatever stage of the journey you are at you are always going to have challenges yeah. so i have my own challenges now personally and professionally but i think in terms of what's next for me uh, first of all, I want to do more stuff internationally. Uh, this year, so far, I've done talks in Romania, in Dubai, uh, in San Diego, in the United States. Uh, later this year, I'm going to Los Angeles, India, Dubai again, uh, Canada and Zurich. Amazing. So I to try and spread the message more internationally through my physical presence, yeah. uh, which is something I missed during the COVID pandemic years. Sure. And so the opportunity to speak to different audiences and cultures uh, is something I'm relishing. And as my own personal challenge, one of the things I'm looking to do in the medium term is to take energize and other facets of my work and to translate it onto the medium of television or, or the big screen, yeah. which again will open up a new segment of, of, of an audience that yeah. perhaps may not have come across my work before. That's fantastic. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to seeing all of those outputs. I'm sure they'll be great. Um, and we always close out these conversations by asking uh, the guests to share a positive message or a quote that's inspired you throughout your life and continues to motivate you. So, I mean, that, that when it when it comes to quotes, there's so many things that, that pop up in my mind. Uh, I'm going to share two. One is a belief I've held and something I've embraced. And the second is a quote that never fails to inspire me. So the belief that has helped me in my journey is this. The fastest way to make progress in any area of your life is to design an environment around you that makes it impossible not to succeed. So that's the first belief that I fully embraced uh, and cultivated, which has helped me in my journey. Yeah. The second is, uh, I'm going to say anonymous because I don't know who said it uh, originally off the top of my head, but it goes something like this. How on earth is getting to the end of your life and the person you became 
meets the person you could have become. And whenever I read that or hear that quote, it inspires me to get up, get going, and collapse that gap between idea and execution. Because one of the most common characteristics amongst the most successful in any field is this strong bias to action. Yeah. Constantly living with an action-oriented mindset and not attached to whether it works or it doesn't. Just focus on taking the next step, the next step, and the next step, and enjoying that journey. Because I think when we enjoy the process, the rewards will come. Amazing. So powerful. I um, I love every bit of that. There's there's this notion that once you set up your stall, you, you have to run that. And I think um, it's predominantly a British thing as well, where you want to say face, and um, whereas there is other parts of the world where they reinvent themselves, you're happy to start again and try something new. And um, and I think that point around just not waiting to see what could have been and, and going into action is is super powerful. So um, I love those. I look forward to coming to your next event. I look forward to meeting you in person. We'll go for a drink or something at some point. Um, but just wanted to take this opportunity again to say thank you so much. This Raise the Sunshine series is linked to the Rainbow Boosters project where we support underprivileged children by connecting them to the internet and the community to ensure that they don't get left behind in a digital world. You can check out more at rainbowboosters.com. All the links in the comments below. Thank you, Simon. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you so much.